I'm Kevin Price, host of the nationally syndicated Price of Business show. The Price of Business is in radio markets coast to coast, as well as on the largest web platforms. Our guests include New York Times bestselling authors, major media personalities, billionaires, and more. Welcome to our series called Thought Leaders, where we went out and found some of the most interesting people with the best stories about business, culture, technology, and more. Here's another in that ongoing series. Hello, good day. Uh, thank you for having me on your show. Uh, it's much appreciated. Uh, my name is Dr. Mark Verheim, and I'm also known as The Digital Speaker. I'm a future tech strategist, which means that I think about emerging technologies and how they change organizations and society. I've been doing this for over a decade. I'm a keynote speaker. I give talks around the world to, uh, to help organizations understand how emerging technologies are changing their business. I've written four books on this topic, uh, one about uh, big data, one about blockchain, one about the combination of big data, blockchain, and AI, and my recent book called Step Into the Metaverse, which is all about uh, the next iteration of the internet and how we can create a, a metaverse that's open, decentralized, instead of uh, a centralized version of it. Um, I would like to use this opportunity to share a bit my thoughts on, on Web3, on the metaverse, um, uh, as well as, well as uh, um, yeah, how we can create um, uh, a digital future that's fair for everyone, uh, because I'm not necessarily convinced we'll end up in that way. But let's first start talking about Web3. So you might have heard about the term uh, Web3, and uh, Web3 really is um, the next um, sort of infrastructure layer that's being created for the internet. Um, so the current internet is built on Web2 technology, which is you know, very much centralized technologies um, uh, owned by uh, big tech. Um, and um, that sort of really controls um, uh, the internet. Uh, it controls our data, um, uh, uh, how to have access to the data or not. Um, and there are also some, uh, some, some, some challenges to this because it makes the internet also quite vulnerable, as well as the fact, as I mentioned, that we don't own and control our own data. Now, the promise of Web3 technology is that, uh, driven by decentralized technologies such as blockchain, um, that it will allow us to have to retake that control over our own data, over our digital assets, and over our digital identity. Um, and I think that is a fantastic opportunity to change um, uh, the perspective that we have currently with the internet, where it's owned and controlled by big tech, to hopefully a future where it's owned and controlled by you and me. Um, and um, you know, I, I think blockchain technology is is therefore very very important. It's a, actually a fundamental technology uh, that if we do it correctly, um, it can have a very positive influence on society. Um, I actually wrote a book about that uh, a couple of years ago called Blockchain, um, and um, it was uh, during my my, uh, my PhD that I did where I also uh, incorporated blockchain about how we can use uh, blockchain technologies to to change our society and to um, uh, to have a positive impact because that's sort of the, the approach that I have you know, how can we use technologies to have a positive impact of whatever we are doing so if we want to create um, a next iteration of the internet whether it's whether it's an immersive internet the metaverse which I think will end up in um, uh, or not but it, it I think we it requires a shift from the centralized approach that we have today which makes life really easy you know it's super easy to to um, uh, spin up a website nowadays um, uh, but it also means that we don't control our own data to um, a central decentralized approach that's a little bit less easy to use a little bit more challenging challenging to use um, which is I think after all is because currently the UX and UI of web 3 technology is pretty pretty 
bad and it's quite difficult to do anything with it. So I think you know um, um, this is something that needs to be acknowledged um, uh, within the Web3 community that if we want to uh, convince the general public to sort of move to uh, Web3 and uh, that we have to improve the UX UI and make it U and make Web3 technology as easy to use as Web3 uh, sorry as Web2. Uh, so and that really brings me to sort of the the, the, the next uh, phase of, of my life uh, of what I uh, have set myself to, to work on because um, I have um, a lot of expertise on emerging technologies it's something that I've been involved in as I mentioned for over a decade um, and uh, that sort of worries me because I see that these technologies are converging you know uh, uh, big data uh, artificial intelligence quantum computing uh, uh, virtual reality augmented reality um, etc and uh, but the fact that these technologies are converging means that uh, more and more data is being created um, and that sort of will, um, uh, um, yeah, and if this data is being stored and controlled by big tech, I think as a society um, we might end up in a, in a world that's driven by you know, either state or corporate surveillance, whether in intentionally or unintentionally, but at least not a society where we control our own data and have um, uh, and decide who gets access to this. And um, of course, this is not only a problem uh, by big tech, it's also a problem um, of us consumers, you know, the general public, because um, there's a, a thing called the privacy paradox, which states that you know, consumers want all the benefit of technology, uh, but they take virtually no special attention to protect their privacy, despite an awareness of potential risk and security threats. So that is a challenge, you know, uh, we, we sort of do want privacy, but we don't want to do any work for this. So as a result, we have um, uh, centralized companies, big tech, that make life easy for us uh, to sort of convince to give up our data because anything that's free of charge, you know, you are the product, so uh, uh, it costs you your data. So if, if we want to um, um, secure our digital future, I think we have to move to a decentralized uh, 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 internet uh, uh, where we have more control over our own data. However, I think that in itself is not enough because, um, unfortunately, big tech has absolutely zero incentives to embrace Web3 technology. Because um, uh, if they would move to Web3 technology, it would mean that they would lose access to the data, which is so valuable uh, to them uh, because that's how, uh, how they get their, um, uh, make, their, make their money. So um, uh, I think... What we need to achieve is uh, we need to uh, uh, focus on education, education of the general public, but also education of the, the organizations, uh, the enterprise, the governments who, who, who use these uh, these technologies as well, uh, or the governments who make the regulations for these technologies, uh, as well as the stakeholders who are building the digital future. Because most of these companies build, build fantastic technology, but they not always necessarily think about the consequences of what they are building. Um, so, um, and that's where um, I have recently started uh, the, um, a, a new research institute, which is called the Digital Futures Institute, um, because I believe that we need to ensure um, a fair digital future where we have full control of our own data, uh, our assets and identity, um, and where uh, state and corporate surveillance doesn't stand a chance, uh, and where we use digital technologies to empower citizens um, uh, and to control governments um, and to um, uh, create a better society overall. So the Digital Futures Institute is really, as I mentioned, eh, focused on ensuring a fair digital future for everyone. Um, and the idea is to do that through innovative storytelling um, as well as practicing what, you, what we preach. Because I think if you want to um, uh, educate people on emerging technologies and be able to explain it in ways that is uh, understandable for everyone, uh, you need to practice what, what you preach. Um, and I've been doing that myself as well. You know, as the digital speaker, um, uh, as I said, I've delivered keynotes around the globe for over a decade. Um, um, I, I, I do that. You know, I, um, use these technologies, I, I, I 
built with these technologies and I'm currently, for example, building a digital twin of myself, which hopefully at some point should allow anyone to talk to me, uh, at least to my digital copy <laughs> digital twin then, uh, which sounds like me, talks like me, moves like me, thinks like me. Um, and uh, I think doing that really helps me understand these technologies and help organizations uh, help uh, help them as well understand how they uh, can employ uh, these technologies. So um, if you want to learn more about what I do, or, or if you want to um, have a better understanding of how these emerging technologies are your are changing or influencing your organizations, and how you can contribute to ensuring a fair digital future, um, you can find me on the internet on the web, I'm pretty, pretty easy to find. So my name is Mark Verheimenam, also known as the digital speaker. Um, and you can find me on the digital speaker Com, um, as well as on uh, LinkedIn and Twitter, of course. Um, and um, yeah, I hope that um, uh, this short uh, uh, this short message sort of uh, creates gets you th gets you thinking of how we should use technology in ways that are beneficial to society uh, overall, um, instead of um, uh, just um, a, a small group of people. Thank you very much, and I'm looking forward to hearing a few from you um, through either the digitalspeaker.com or any of the social media channels. Thank you.